I've already seen an anal source spelled with A-Y-N-A-L, like trying to make it fancy, like, like a sign. This is Polykill, where two men, outnumbered by their games and at war with time, undertake the quest of defeating their lengthy backlogs. Please adjust your seat and prepare your ears for the banter of your hosts, Jake and Travis. Hello and welcome once again to the 24th episode of the Polykill Podcast. As always, we're your hosts. I'm Travis. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TravPlaysGames. And I am Jake. You can find me on the Twitter and the Instagrams at the McAxel. Nice, man. Yeah. You like Instagram? Eh, I barely use it these days. I know. You should use it. I should use it more. We did this last episode. You haven't gotten a cat. You still don't use it to take pictures of games or schlongs I or know. whatever. Yeah. Neither. I don't have either of those things. So yeah. You're better on Twitter. I'm decent. You're decent. Yeah. I don't really tweet as much as I used to either. Speaking of uh, things that are decent, <clears> that <throat> uh, that uh, seventh uh, collect call there with Ryan. Yeah. It's good. It was good. Did you... Now, I gave you access, and I'm sure you haven't because you have no time for anything. Right. But I gave you access to the Ecstasy of Order. Yeah, I noticed that you did, but I haven't watched it yet. It is good. That's what I've heard. It was recommended to me through that podcast. Right. And I immediately went, well, not immediately, but like a day later, I went. As quick as you could. And got it, or bought it. Purchased it. Yeah, you can rent it for like three bucks. You can buy it for ten. Bought it, and watched it twice in one day. Awesome. Yeah, I watched it, and then waited until Tracy could watch it and watch it again with her. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Very good. It's so good, Tracy liked it. Very nice. So that's that's solid. Solid. If if she can watch anything that's longer than ten minutes about games, okay, that's a step. Okay, that's a step. So it's more of a, a human interest story, sort of, uh, if I recall. Yeah, and you haven't seen the King of Kong either. Nope. It's it's got the flavor of that. Like it's very, um, you can, it kind of feels very grassroots. Okay, but it also kind of has a twinge of like Goodwill Hunting vibe to it. Mm. Like I don't know, all these people are just genius. Like in the documentary, they train by going. To starting at level 19 on Tetris, okay. which is something I've never even gotten to. Okay. Like, I get to, like, level 10, maybe. Okay. Cap out. They actually start training on 19. And so I was like, oh, I wonder what 19's all about. Mm-mm. No. Nope. I can't get the pieces to even get to the side in time before the... It's, wow. It's rough. That's just where they start, like, to practice. It was crazy. Nuts. It's crazy stuff. Nuts. So I, I definitely... If you're, if you're ever in awe of just amazing people... Yeah. An hour and a half of that. Check it out. Check it out. Can't okay. recommend that enough. Will do. All in all, though, that uh, the the entire podcast was great. The interview was great with Ryan. You can find him on Twitter at Grind Your Mind with the your the O and your is a zero. Yeah. Yep. And he's also on Nintendo Age as Nintendar. Nintendar. Yes. So recommend that. Check that out. Cool beans. I think that's most of the housekeeping stuff. We there's a rusty video floating around. Rusty made an appearance back. Uh, yeah. Covering yeah, yeah. uncovering his hidden gems. Uh, you can find that on YouTube. Um, and then our our video of the last podcast went up a little late, but it's it's up there. For good reasons. Yeah. For good reasons. Because I'm nuptialized now. Yeah, yeah. Last yeah. time we recorded, you were uh, you mm-hmm. were about to tie the knot, and yes. uh, you were a year younger. Yes, I'm a year older and nuptialized. Uh, it's been nowadays. that long since we've done it. It has. Episode. It has. I grew a beard back. Actually, it probably don't even look different. No, really. It's, it's come full circle. Yeah. 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 So uh, we're back to normal. That's a good It's a good sign. Yay. Uh, do you have any you have any notes? I don't really have anything. Okay. No, nothing's happened to me at all. All right. Well, what's on I'm your radar then? Boring. Uh, two things, both of which I already own. You know, for August. Yeah. 
It just happened. You we, do we that. got we got a little late um, for the for the you know lookout. So I, I would have looked forward and said I want to get these. Yeah, yeah. But instead, I just got them. Because, gotcha. Uh, you know. But stuff. they are they are new and shiny. They are new and shiny, and I got them both with a birthday uh, PlayStation gift card from my buddy James. Nice. So I uh, didn't have to pay anything for these two things. First Thanks, of which James. is Abzu. What the. What is Abzu? Abzu is, uh, is you know, it's simple oversimplification is to say that it's uh, Journey Underwater. Okay. Journey, the game, you know, uh-huh. with the scarves and the sand. Mm. And you take that motif and that mood and that essence and you put it under the sea. Made by the same folks? Um, a few, but it's a different company. Um, okay. Journey was that, com- that game company and this is... 505 published it and something squid games developed it mm. um but the art director um from journey works there and oh. the composer do you see a lot of carryover a lot of yeah yeah i mean you can definitely tell that it's the same person making the um the art assets very cool but yeah it's super awesome and if you like you know, like me and you enjoy underwater life they've you know tons of fish and whales and manatees and turtles and and they have this little mode where you can just uh meditate yeah and so you can just sit on top of these underwater statues, your character can, and then you can just, like, basically it turns your TV into an aquarium, and you can select different fish just to follow and watch. Um, it's really peaceful and relaxing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's it's my really jam, cool. but it does sound interesting. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Do you like SpongeBob? He's under the sea. No. You want to know what I did this weekend? What did you do? To catch up on sleep. Yeah. I, uh, I, I poked around in the Amazon Prime video list. And okay. I was like, what's a movie that I could put on and not care whether or not I watched? SpongeBob SquarePants in the movie? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. I didn't even take a nap. Oh, idiot. It was that good. Nice. Um, for me, I think you may have even got... You, did you buy the one that I that I have here? Yep. Yeah. I, I was yep. in, I'm interested that's, that's in... That's the other one. Yeah, the Batman Telltale. Oh, one of the other ones. <laughs> episode 1, Realm of Shadows, which... It's a cool, cool, cool episode title. name. Yeah. Realm of Shadows. Realm of Shadows. Yeah. Hopefully it, uh, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't really care what it is. I just, I'm anxious to play it. Um, they're saying that it's a little more Bruce Wayne-y and a little mm. less Batman-y, uh, which I'm good with. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about it. Mm. Uh, there's all some Batman games floating around. I'm, I'm cool with something different. Give me a little Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, that released on 8-2, so it's been, yep. been out a minute. About a week. Yep. Yep. What, yep. Else do you, what else you got? Floating? The other is No Man's Sky. What is it? <clears throat> which um, everyone's talked about for, you know, heard. three plus years at this point. No, no, no Man's, Man's Sky. Sky. I don't know if that... Sky. Like the British TV channel, Sky. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Not ringing a bell. Not ringing a bell? Well, no. mm, check the internet. Okay. Yeah. But no, really. Yeah. I haven't played it yet. But it's actually it. at home waiting for yeah. me right now. Because it released today. Today. As we record this. Obviously, yes. when people hear this, it'll be announced for... A, right. And, and then you can... You, you, yeah. A minute. If you follow me on Twitter, you will have known that I'm playing it by now. Cool. Are you excited about getting I'm home? very excited about it. Do you want to make this podcast go by really fast? I mean, let's just, let's just wrap it now. Let me just get, get going really fast. Just, talk really fast. Now we can finish the podcast. You can get home and play No Man's Sky. Yeah, let's do it. What are you? How many things are you going to name with anus in them? None. No, you're going to be good? I'm going to be nice. Cool. I'm actually probably going to... You know, name things after uh, people that I like right. or, you know, a song title or something like that. That's that enjoy. smooth. Yeah. I'm nice. not going to be a dick about it. Hmm. Hmm. Dickosaurus? Dickosaurus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's there. That's got to oh, be there. Yeah, you know it's there. I've already seen an anal-saurus spelled with A-Y-N-A-L, like trying to make it fancy, a- like, like a scientific no. uh, anal-saurus. Yeah, it would be hard not to do that a couple times just to be silly. But for the most part, I would probably try to be clever. Yeah. Name them after some feature that stands out about them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun. It'd be fun. 
Um, I might get it at some point, but I'll, I'll give it a minute. I'll, yeah, let, I'll sure. let it stew in the public eye for a while. And yeah, and they they, they promised uh, lots of updates and lots of uh, free content updates and yeah. um, things like that. So they, I mean, this game is by no means uh, small, but mm-hmm. they're just going to keep you know morphing it over time. And the, it seems like the the day one patch was pretty substantial, huge, yeah. huge from what I could tell. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of people have uh, beef with it, but I'm like, you know, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why would you get mad at something that's free and makes it better? Right. As for the people who don't have an internet connection, well, I'm like, you know, sorry. Oh, you yeah. know, crawl up out of the mud hole in which you live and get some internet. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get internet down in the mud hole? <laughs> Not usually. Internet yeah. tubes don't go that deep. Oh, man. Well, anything else on your radar, though? Uh, I mean, other than Batman? No. I, no, I looked yeah. through the list, and it's just the summer is just right. it's, it's more dry. of a movie time of year. Yeah. I did watch Suicide Squad right. uh, with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's been the highlight of the newness for me. I don't, I don't partake in many new and shiny. Stranger Things, I watched that Stranger Things all the way through, all of it. First of all, me watching a show that's contemporary is is one thing, but completing one is another. And to I be fair, it this. is contemporary, but it is based heavily in nostalgia. True, but I mean, I, I watched it soon enough to be in on the conversation, right? Which is, which? How long has it been since you've done that? It's never happened. Never happened. Okay, no. we got a first. Yeah, and it was great. It's been fun. Awesome. I can actually yeah. go up to people and they're talking about something, and I can butt in. <laughs> like, hey, hey, what do you think about this? Yeah. N- normally, I'm. They're like, I, I preface every conversation with, I'm only on episode or I'm nah. only on season X. Right. And then people like start thinking for a minute. I'm like, don't think too hard. We just won't talk about it. We'll talk about something else. Right. I don't want to get spoiled. But here, you can, you can oh, just, just conversations right wide open. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's a great feeling. It's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Well. What happened? Yeah. Uh, what happened last time we did this? Been I don't know. Let's check out. Let's check out. It's been a few weeks. Previously on Polykill, Jake tosses Doom onto the backlog, and both nerds grab Divinity: Original Sin for cheap. Trav completed Classic Altered Beast for the Genesis. Both guys play more Garden Warfare 2 and Doom. Jake goes back in time for some Red Dead Redemption, while Trav still slaves away on that so-so at best Super Nintendo game, Secret of Evermore. Are games too long? Are short games still of value? Those were the questions answered on the topic of this gosh. And as always, Doom. Oh, and we're back. And we're back. Uh, so that was what happened last time. A lot of Doom. A lot of Doom. Doom has in- infiltrated our lives. Yeah. Uh, to substantial uh, measures. And I, I had a dream the other night about Doom. Nice. Yeah, no, just, maybe not. I don't well, know. Well, not about Doom not about per se, hell. but just like maneuvering around really fast. <sighs> that does sound fun. Like I, you know, I was jumping. I, I got the double jump boots and mm-hmm. all this, and mm-hmm. just in my dream, I'm just moving around, just double jumping and just, just going coming up on guys real quick. And yeah, it was it was weird. Awesome. It was really weird. It was one of the weirdest night boners that have ever mm. um, aroused me. Yeah, usually they the show night. up in the morning. Yeah, yeah. You don't get a midnight boner. Mm. It's weird, man. Yeah, it's weird. Um, added to the backlog. Mm. I added some old stuff. You did add some old stuff. Uh, and I played a lot of old stuff. Um, one I added that I talked about, remember remember that Beyond Oasis? Yeah. And I had to do a little open cart surgery. Yeah. Because the battery died and I lost a lot of progress. It made me really sad. I was able to fix that. I got the battery changed in it and then I tested it. Like I played a little bit, saved, and let it stay overnight and then played it again. And Booyah. sure enough, the save was there. Everything was good. And Awesome. I think I think I might have put about you know seventy five eighty percent of the game away again. Like it's it's so good. I just jumped right back in. Awesome. I, I didn't have that layover of like yeah. heartbreak. I was able to get right back in on it, pound away at it. So 
it's officially on the backlog and it's it's near completion. Sweet. Good. What about you? Uh, added well, you know, I did the you know as was uh, all discussed. Three we just talked about yeah, all three we just talked <laughs> about. No need and uh, um, and beating around the bush, but um, you know those three I did add, and then I added one more. Um, but yeah, all these were birthday money purchases though, so I, I feel good about that. Nice, yeah. Uh, but the last uh, one is uh, Borderlands: The Handsome Collection, and that's to play with uh, my buddy Dave and Val. If, oh yeah, um, yeah. We can never connect up to play because yeah, yeah. you know he's put at this point over nine hundred hours into this Borderlands hours. Two. Just Borderlands Two. I don't know how much time he's put into the pre sequel. I don't think he cares as much about that one. But I was literally like, well, I wonder what you know how much he's played. And I was like, holy crap! I know that is. I've not holy put that much time into crap. anything in my life. Yeah, I don't even think I've uh, yeah. put that much time into my job into work. No, yeah, I've been there not. for like almost ten years. Yeah, it's not never. It's crazy. Uh, it's nuts. But, uh, so I, I have, uh, you know, diddled around in that mm. a little bit. Mm. Uh, man, and I do love me some Borderlands too. It's so good. It's, yeah. it holds up. And, and this remaster is super nice. It's super oh, yeah. pretty. Good. It has all the DLC included, like a raised level cap and, uh, you know, a bunch of sweet stuff. Basically, everything's just wide open right from the start. That's great. Just hop in and go to town. Mm. Um, mm. so yeah. Um, but that's, that's been uh, pretty much it in terms of adding things to the backlog. You know, the free stuff that, that came uh, at the beginning of the month for PlayStation and Xbox Live right. Games with Gold. I, you know, I claimed them, but I'm not. they're not on the backlog. Yeah, I don't even remember what they were. Yeah, this month it's like Spelunky for 360. Mm, and meh, meh, meh. Well, WWE 2K16 is the halfway point one. That's, yep. Yeah. I'm excited about that. That's cool. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Um but the first, I can't remember what the other one is. Yeah. It was something I was actually kind of like, oh. Really? You were, you yeah, were I was kind of like halfway interested. Oh, I, I actually downloaded it, but I don't, I don't I'd always it. download them. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that, that being said, um, sure. that's all I've, I've added. Uh, speaking of birthday games. Yeah. Um, Tracy, you know, she asked me, you know, what do you want for your birthday? And I always point her to my list of games. I say, hey, you know, anything you can you can do to knock off these lists would be great. And, be awesome. And even point her to the the games is like these are the ones I'm actively looking to to get and play soon. Like these are the ones I really want to get and and, and actually play and not just put on a shelf. And end up getting Ducktales for the NES, which is a classic. Yeah, people like it. It's made by Capcom, so it's well made game. And um, you know, you you were I was actually playing it when you came over today. Yeah, and uh, had a pretty good run going. I think I can I think I can have it completed next episode. But Sweet. So, so she's right there on the backlog. Nice. Yep. Yep. Very yep. nice. What else? It or? That's it. That uh, DuckTales for the NES and Beyond Oasis for the Genesis. Nice. So a couple old school pieces. Warriors Orochi 3 Ultimate. Oh, that was it. That's it. I don't, I've ne- I, that wasn't on my radar at all. I haven't yeah, well, it's that. not on my radar. And it's again, it's actually a couple years old, uh, yeah. the, the initial release, and this is like the ultimate version of it. But, you know, it's basically like a Dynasty Warriors game. Ah, I see. So probably, you know, it could be fun. Yeah, it's a good button masher. Sure. What about games that you've knocked off of the backlog? I didn't really complete any in the last couple of weeks. I've not had any time off, like, you know. But you got some time coming up. I do, starting basically right now. But you're going to be jumping right into a black hole. I am going to beat at least a couple, though. I'm going to knock yeah. a few off. You think in between discovering planets and dinosaurs and naming everything after midnight boners, which we'll probably strike from this episode, maybe, maybe not, you'll have time to devote to other games? I will. I will make, make sure, because I'm going to finish Abzu. I yeah. need I need to get to catharsis on that. 
Okay. Um, is it hard or something? Or no, it's just uh, it's, it's a nice little. It's super simple, actually. I mean, mm. it's not difficult at all. It's more about being in the experience. You know, gotcha. it's like journey. It's not difficult. Right. Okay. Um, but I just I just want to see what happens. Sure. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, and I'll probably play through the Batman game, you know, the Telltale mm. chapter. So, right on. I'm probably yeah, maybe going to be the guy that waits. I this is the first. Well, actually, how did the Michonne series pan out in terms of release? Did they release it pretty tight? Yeah, they're all done. Um, I don't know, but yeah, it seemed like they were like maybe two, three, well, probably six weeks for the whole thing. Maybe now they. I feel like they announced Telltale Batman. Did they announce that at this E3? Well, they didn't the announce one. it, but it was the first um, big event that featured it. They announced it earlier in the year. I'm wondering now. Maybe if, even last year. I was thinking last year, and yeah. I'm wondering if they um, have gotten to the point now where they're like, let's have a little the game bit more in the chamber. close to be completed yeah. to, to tighten up these release dates, because I'm still it's a little burned by them. I want to wait. Yeah. Speaking of episodic games, I, I looked Bullets up. Bullets and Blues. Yeah, Blues did you see Bullets. my tweet about that? I did. You were mad. It's been over a year since the first episode came out, and we have not seen the third episode yet. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's not good. I, I just... Yeah. Makes um, me sad. Yeah. Like, I... Because I, I, I really I, did enjoy that world. Yeah, it was fun. It was interesting. Definitely yeah. a, a cool take. But, whatever. Um, whatever, I, man. actually beat seven games in the month of July. That's impressive. Ties my record. For substantial games. It's not like I'm just running through beating right. little experiences. Like, right. Games that... Are like a zoo or something. You're, yeah. you're picking on me. I see what you're saying. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, like, whatever. Uh, just keep going. A whatever. lot of the bleed indie games we played long ago. Whatever. You know what I mean? I do. I There's do. little 15, 20 yeah. minute weirdo experiences. Yeah. Don't count those. The head trips. But like an actual Pipe game games. that has... Meat on its bones. More than one guy in the credits. Fair enough. A substantial game. Uh, beat seven of those in, in July. It was great. One of those... The last of the seven mm-hmm. was uh, Palamedes. Oh, right. Yeah, you you had a nice little uh, yeah, Twitter little thing. thing on this. Uh, no, Reddit. Reddit, Reddit, Reddit yeah, yeah, I posted a little thing on Reddit. and uh, Got some love. People liked it. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was fun. You know, I do have a... I, I, I do a lot of technical writing as a trade, but um, I really just like writing silly sure. little stories. Creative stuff. Yeah, and um, I, I did have fun with Palamedes, and, you know, not to bore anybody, but the game is pretty addictive mm-hmm. and it's just like a puzzle game with it basically uses numbers okay and that's about as deep as i'll go into it explaining if you want to look up more you can find that article on reddit or, or look Give it, it up Google. on youtube or something like that but yeah. i will say it's uh, if you get into the tournament mode it's pretty fun i feel like the difficulty is also kind of helps it be addictive because it's not too much it's not too little it's, like, attainable. it's a competitive amount like to where you you nearly always lose or you nearly always win okay or, you know what i mean yeah. it's always close it's close yeah so it's fun it keeps uh it's it's tension but it's fun so i enjoyed that and i did beat the tournament mode finally as you you can see on that reddit post which i've now also posted to polykill.com i put that article by itself so nice. it is now our own property it okay. does not belong to reddit anymore um another game that i beat that one of our listeners well, at least i hope he still listens uh andy Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. would be proud of is because he strongly recommended this game for months to both of us. Right. Which was Ori in the Blind Forest. Yeah. Which is a game that was very difficult. Like, it's it's kind of old school in the way that it delivers itself. Like, it's side-scrolling, platforming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Checkpoint system? No, not really. You have to um, You have to get these little blue orbs and you have to have enough of them to be able to save. So you can't you can't um, save all the time and you can usually save in like often but you oftentimes forget like you'll get going in the game you're like oh I'm doing good and then you'll die and then you'll realize that you're way back here because you didn't take the time okay. to actually save gotcha that made it a little bit difficult and tricky 
Um, maneuverability is like really tight and picky. Um, sometimes it pissed me off a lot. Okay. Uh, there were some things that about it where I, I wish like at the very end, there's a big chase sequence and the camera's shaky. So on top of moving and the camera shaky, mm-hmm. it was just like, I'm like, ah, this is annoying. I don't think it made it harder. It just made it frustrating, but just a little stuff like that. But overall the game is every award that it won was totally warranted. Okay. Beautiful, cool. stylized. Yeah, you know, I really story. love the look of it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's worth a play. I mean, if you're uh, if you like a good challenge and you love the the art style and all that stuff, I mean, which totally I worth. do, everything I've seen, I'm just like, oh. totally worth it. Well, um, I, don't I would say don't it. step away from from it for too long because a lot of those mechanics, muscle memory. Um, yeah, a lot of it is. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I, I can see that being that you know game being that. I way. did make the mistake of putting it down for maybe four or five months and trying to pick it up and mm. had an hour of maybe trying to get ten feet in the game. Yeah, and I was like, I don't remember how this works or how this works. But in the end, it was the catharsis of beating a game that that was that much of a challenge. And I think for a lot of people, it's not that big of a challenge. But if you're a casual gamer, which I consider myself a high volume but casual gamer, okay, it was a bit of a challenge. So gotcha. Um, but I would say definitely check it out. And yes, Andy, I did beat it. But Andy has the achievement for like going back and rebeating it in like less than two hours. Holy crap! Which blows my mind. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's so good on him. But good on me. I beat it. There you go. Do you have anything else? No, no. I got close to uh, to beating Abzu. That's what I know. Right. So, but that doesn't close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. I'll tell you what. If you're close to taking your business idea to market. Try out some Cowden Tech. That's what I've heard. This episode is sponsored by Cowden Technologies, LLC. Caltech specializes in building full-stack web applications utilizing modern technologies like Ruby on Rails and AngularJS. If you're looking to take your business idea to market or have a software need that can support your goals, contact Cowden Technologies for a free consultation. To get started on building and launching your concept, email sales at cowden.tech that is sales at c-o-w-d-e-n dot tech and once again thank you cowden tech for helping us out indeed nice segue thank you that was very nice thank you yeah yeah. all right so long play what have you been uh playing longly Longingly, longingly, have you been playing? Well, when I haven't been blowing the dust off old Nintendo cartridges and playing those things, mm-hmm. I put a lot of time into Doom. Oh, yep. Doom. Um, actually, I should mention also before I get into, well, let's just go ahead and get Doom out of the way because we talk about it every episode. Well, Doom I, is a, I haven't as much. You haven't as much, right? But I've, we've at least mentioned it. We've mentioned for it. like the last four episodes at least, probably. Um, I well, I played a little bit of the multiplayer with you, and I'll maybe let you divulge more on that because you put more time into it. Right. But I, you know, I've just been playing the story, mm-hmm. and dude, it just doesn't get old. Nice. It, and I'll even get stuck. And I think I mentioned this last episode. I'll get stuck on a part and I have to redo like, you know, the same little section mm-hmm. a couple times because maybe I didn't know there was more waves of enemies and I'd already unloaded everything. And then I'm like, gotcha. Okay, all right, I get to, Need go to be back conservative. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Each time is fun as as shit. Like yeah. I'm never. I'm never like, damn it, I have to redo this. I'm always like, nice, I get yeah. to kill these guys again. Again, like, That's that's awesome. There's something about the rhythm of the combat in that game. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you're playing, you're shooting, these guys are glowing, you're getting hit with fireballs, they keep spawning in, and like you just watch your health go down, 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 and like the urgency goes up, and you're like, I got a glory kill, so I yeah. get some health, and then you sneak in there and, oh, yep. rip so those good. guys apart. Oh, mm. it's, it's, yeah, there's it's amazing. It's so, so good. But anyway, did you did you have a little bit to add about some of the modes? Yeah, the uh, the multiplayer mode. Uh, they had a double XP weekend to celebrate the release of their first paid DLC pack um, last weekend. 
And uh, so it was double XP. So I was like, eh, let me give it a shot. You know, I got a little time. Let me mm-hmm. see what happens. Uh, I was at like level two, maybe level three multiplayer because I put in a match or two uh, previous to this. Um, so all told over the weekend, I may have played two and a half hours and I'm now level 27. So like I just skyrocketed, unlo- unlocked all the weapons um, and I'm unlocking lots of cool customization uh, skins and patterns and colors and stuff like that. And usually I don't give a, a flying rat's shit about it, <laughs> but the customization for some reason in this game just uh, cool. is, is really fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, to try to, you know, you'll unlock left and right arm separately. So, right. so you're like, so I, I got it for left. Do I have it for right? You know, and you, you kind of, it's kind of like this fun little hunt every time you unlock something. You're like, oh, can I make a matching set now? Right. Um, that I enjoyed. And then I played Snap Map a little bit. And uh, the Snap Map mode is pretty sweet, too, because there's multiplayer, uh, like, uh, you know, PvP stuff. You said there was some co-op stuff. And there's co-op stuff that's, fun. that's been created. And, and yeah, like Horde mode and, you know, like oh. uh, recreating missions from other games and stuff. So, yeah, super fun. Um, yeah, there's there's... I think I talked uh, maybe earlier in the year or late last year about the amount of content that you get for the purchase price for Call of Duty Black Ops 3. I felt like there was a lot of value there. A lot mm-hmm. of people hate the game. Whatever. Fuck off. I liked it. You know, the campaign, the zombies, and the multiplayer. Well, yeah. I feel like the Doom is kind of matching that. It is. Because, you know, three games. Three whole separate modes. Um, but, you know, just, you know, a metric ass load of more fun. Yeah, and a lot of the Snap Map stuff, that stuff you can download from other users. Oh, yeah. If like, yeah. user-created stuff. You don't even have to download. You just log in. It's all hosted by Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, you just log in and say, I want to play that one, and boom. Nice. Yeah. That's sweet. I, I did put a little bit of time into the multiplayer, and I do like how I feel like just my first match, I was on equal footing with people that were much higher level than me. Yep. Like, I felt like I stood a chance. And I actually did okay. I came out with a positive KD. Nice. Barely. 11-10. Kind of. But, uh, <laughs> but I did okay. And yeah. I, 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 that's good because there's a lot of... Because it like, keeps you keeps you interested. It keeps you wanting to play. For sure. Like, you, you set one foot into Black Ops two months after the game's been out. There's yeah. no chance you'll have right. any success in the first... 30 times you play it. Maybe some people like that challenge. But for me, I just like being able to casually jump in with my yeah. rocket launcher already and not having to unlock it and just go have to some town. fun, run around. And, yeah. Uh, do you do... You played a, a substantial amount of the story. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm on the fourth or fifth mission. Have so you, not terribly far. Have you done any of the like rune challenges? No. No, I just, I just saw my first one not long ago. Those I, I found were fun because it's usually just a test that lasts, whether it be 30 seconds or a minute. Uh-huh. You have to, you know, kill so many things in a minute with like one speck of health or something like that. Okay. And those are pretty fun. And they, they give you some perks after you Sweet. actually beat them. So they're totally worth it. I would recommend that. And then also found a bunch of the secrets. Remember, we'd had this conversation about how... Neither one of us could find them. And I am I was very bad at it. I don't think for the first three levels I saw a single one. I didn't really know what shape or form they would come in. Sure. But now I'm kind of getting the hang of like, oh, okay, I see, you know, where, where they might be hiding these things or, mm. or whatever. And also didn't realize they were all on the map or some of them. It'll right. show like the little bobbleheads. But one thing I think is cool is, uh, and I think they only come in the form of the levers, at least so far that's how I found it. But you, you find a lever and you pull it and it opens up a door and you go into a dimension of old doom. Right. Like with the old school graphics and the old school music. And that was so, so awesome. Oh, yeah. That's, found, that's right up your alley. Yeah. yeah. I found a couple of those and I just, uh, the wave of nostalgia was, was amazing. So there's so much about that game to like. There, there really is. Yeah. I mean, we're gushing about it you know, a few months after release here, maybe a little late to the party. Doesn't really matter. It's a great game. You should I'm sure buy there's it. There's people out there that still yeah. are waiting to, to it. It was just on sale. Price. 
on uh, a few platforms for like half off. So I'm yep. sure there's going to be a bunch of new folks diving in. Yeah, for sure. But that's that's Love really it. the long play I've put the most time into. Yeah. Oh, I I agree, and that honestly has been for me in the last few days. Mm-hmm. I just haven't had time until this past weekend. I was like, I'll play some Doom. Yeah, I think story was. I think there's maybe 16 total missions, and I might be on eight. Yeah, I'm kind of so, milking it. Through. Yep, yep, it's a lot of fun. Oh, side quests, side, side quests. On there. Yeah, I well, it's been a while since we since we did an episode, so I've had a little more time to play a few more things. Sure. Um, obviously, whenever. Me, you, and Josh are online. We'll go after some some garden warfare because mm-hmm. even though I think we all have doom, but something about PVZ is just more yeah. lighthearted. Sometimes yeah. you need that. Yeah, I agree. It's, and I, I've, and it's funny. Yeah, and you know I'm just hooked on the crack of sticker packs <sighs> sticker and all that packs. stuff. So that's uh, it's still good. And I think it's even getting cheaper too. I want to say it was on sale again. It was, recently. yeah. And they gave it like a ten hour free demo of yeah. it. Yeah. So, and if you haven't picked that up yet, do it. Yeah, do it for sure. Great game. Um, also, Secret of Evermore. Mm-hmm. I put a little more, a little more time into it. I reached a point in the game where, and again, I'm using the guide. Yes, I'm using the fucking guide. Fine, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, I reached a point where the boss that I got to was way too tough, and I just, and it, the the guide even said it. It was like grind before you get here, and I was like, I'll be fine. And then no, you weren't. So now I've hit a wall, and now I'm just running around doing a little grind action, which is. A little, it's it could it's boring more boring in other games mm-hmm. where it's like turn based and like random encounter kind okay. of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just really frustrating in this one because of the way and it's kind. Of, I think Secret of Mana does this too. So if you're familiar with that kind of game where you can't just spam your attack button, you have to let it recharge. Mm. So if you miss, you know, you got to wait, you line up the hit again, and it, it takes time to grind is what I'm getting at. Gotcha. Like, yeah, it's it can work. Become, it's it can actually become a grind. Yeah. yeah, it really can become tedious. And there's a lot of mazes that you have to navigate. And uh, Part of it, I could that game I could do without, mm. which is why I have the guide. Right. Fuck you exactly. Very much. But I don't hate it. Yeah. You know, it's well, it's good. I mean, it sounds like I would. But um, there, I've, I've kind of fallen in and out of love with it while playing it, actually. I could see it. Like, just moment by moment, you're like, yeah. this is fun. This sucks. Yeah, and I think that's why the game fell flat for a lot of people was because it, it had a lot of really good Square Enix moments and a lot of good, a lot of really bad Square Enix of America moments. Gotcha. Which is why they closed its doors right mm-hmm. after that. Hmm. Gotcha. Oh, uh, you want to throw one in here? Uh, well, you want to you talk know, about both? I, you know, I played BBD. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, with you guys uh, occasionally. Uh, the other one, it, you know, I mentioned at the top of the show, Borderlands. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it's so funny. You know, I've, I played through that game multiple times when it was released back in 2012 or 2013, whenever it, it released. And, uh, you know, starting out, I was like, ah, am I going to be bored? I just instantly just you know, back in love with it and still fun. Oh, good. And uh, you still love getting the loot and the golden keys and, you know, shooting them. And you have played with uh, with our friends Dave and Val? I haven't yet. Oh, you haven't yet? I haven't yet. Cool. There, I mean, every time I look in there online... There's like level 72 and I'm like level 12. So I'm like, eh, maybe, right. maybe let me level up a little bit more. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, well, yeah, certainly playing too. Certainly playing too. I, I did put a little more time in actually, uh, like I said, when I was going to go on the honeymoon trip, which mm-hmm. required an airplane and all this stuff. Right. I would force myself to take my DS so I could put more time into Golden Sun. Sure. And I did that. How'd that go? Well, uh, the part that I was at in the game stumped me pretty hard mm-hmm. but I did finally like I, I played 
I want to say a total of maybe four hours on the trip. Like, not a ton. I mean, it's your honeymoon, right? Right. I spent my time, a lot of my time, either at a park in the fucking 117 degree weather or napping or eating or giving smooches. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't spend a whole lot of time right. on the DS. But yeah, yeah. I finally got past the part. So I maybe advanced the game 12 minutes <laughs> in four hours because I was stuck on a part. Ugh. But that's that's gaming. <laughs> That's gaming, as so Dylan Hart might say if he were a gamer. Speaking of uh, DS, I found my 3DS. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Where was it hidden? It was just in a box that I wasn't looking in. Oh. I had no need to look in, but I, I actively was like, all right, I'm going to go find this thing today. So I did. Oh. You know how I got there? <laughs> no. No. But, you know, it's there, and it was there with the charger. And I was like, thank God. Don't well, that's good. Charger. I'm glad you found it. Yeah. That's yeah. Great. I was a little worried. Yeah. Little worried. No, it would be too. Yeah. Well, good job, dude. Yeah, man. Is that it for SideQuest? That's it. Pretty much. Is that all the games? Yeah, I guess it is. I dabble here and there all the time. but Yeah, I mean, I popped into a couple of games, but not enough to say that I played them. Like uh, the, uh, the Flame and the Flood. Mm-hmm. I popped into that for a minute because I hadn't even started it, and I bought it in like April or something. Yeah. So I was like, eh, let's see what this is like. And it seems cool, but I just, I'm like, eh. I mean, just give later. It, yeah. Um. Again, later. Um. Yeah, like the other day. I don't uh, think I played anything else. I wanted Tracy to come down and play some games, so... She likes to either play or help out with puzzle games, so sure. I found a bunch of those on the NES shelf, and we ran through a few. But mm. you know, there's nothing there I would I was committed to. Sure, just dabble here and there. Yeah. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll notice that I've hauled in a ton of games. So we you I, have yeah. I rifle through those when I get them in just to make sure they all work. Right, might put like eight minutes into each one just to see, but nothing really I was too committed to. So fair enough. So to the discussion. To the discussion. She. Uh, this guy, this guy, and we have to say it like, that. Yeah. um, so we're gonna do uh, oldest uh, gaming memories, huh? We're yeah. gonna go. We're gonna take a trip down memory lane. Memory lane, memory. I think this will be fun for everybody. I think it will be. I think it will be. I think everybody should tweet us their earliest gaming memory, or at least find out some way to deliver it to us. Because yeah, I, would th- I think it's fun. Um, I think there's there's different. Um, at least for me, mm. you know, there are different um, moments in my past, in my youth as a youngster, that. Playing games versus um, realizing that it was more than just playing a game, you know? Yeah. It's like I have really early memories of, um, I don't even know if I owned it, um, but had access to an Atari 2600. Mm. And playing two specific games, one, of course, Pong uh, being one, and the other were Combat, um, which is the, it it was very early PvP, Mm -hmm. um, tanks and airplanes. Um, I think that's the only two types of vehicles, but there were multiple types. Right. Um, like I remember playing that like very, very young, but you know, it wasn't something I owned or played regularly or anything like that. So where did you play it? Like friends or uh, I don't family? Really remember. Or? I just kind of remember, you know, it happening. I don't, right. I don't remember the location. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of where my earliest memories are, but they're not like super resonating. Really? Memories. Uh, it wasn't like a wow or an aha or a eureka moment for me. Wow. It was like I okay. played. But that was it. But later on, when games got a little more advanced, that's when I had my aha moments. Could have been an age thing. Maybe you were just at I an age it to was. appreciate it a little more. Maybe yeah. you were better at them and it caught you some. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, at the age that I was, which I don't even know how old I was at the time when I was, I was playing, but it wasn't like something that I knew I could become attached to because it wasn't mine. Right. You know, so it was kind of like, yeah. it was kind of like going to an arcade, you know, it wasn't like, hmm. 
actually. Do you ever memories of arcades? Not really. You know, I mean, randomly I would go in one as a kid or, you know, play on an arcade machine in a laundromat or something like that. But, of course. But not like, you know, the cool 80s, you know, high school flicks where they would all yeah. meet up at the arcade. You know, I never got to do any of that. Unfortunately, I too was too young for that wave. Like, yeah, just, of, I just missed it. Of that being a social hangout and an avenue to play games. Yeah. I would have loved to have been there. Oh, yeah. For me, it was almost like it was like on the vestigial remains of the arcade culture yeah. as I was coming into it. Yeah, yeah. we had a local theater downtown, which was where most of the town was conceived, and uh, all of the floors were... In other just... words, a lot of people had sex there. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, the floors were sticky, you hoped it was soda. <laughs> and you knew it wasn't, it, but you acted like it was. It was a duplex. Um, it did okay. It did okay as a duplex, but... I do remember uh, going there with my sister a lot, and a lot of her. And my sister's eleven years older than me, so when I was five, she was sixteen, seventeen. You know, gotcha. We, yeah, know, I was at a very impressionable age for bright colors and sounds and lights, and she had a lot of friends there. So obviously, the two kind of met. You know, it was great. Yeah, yeah. When my sister or my mother forced my sister to hang out with me, which she reluctantly did, um, I was easy to babysit because yeah, I would take. You know, dad would give me, you know, a few dollars, you know, leave your sister alone, play the games. And that's just how it was back then. Like, there was yeah. no threat of being kidnapped or anything. My sister would go hang out with her friends, and I would just be in front of an altered beast machine or something. Yeah, so, some long-forgotten game. Turtles uh, was a big one that I played a lot. Okay. Waited in line for long, long periods. Of, and I was awful at them. I was five or six. Oh, yeah. Like, I was no good. But just being able to control characters on a screen... And I had no concept of money. To me, I wasn't losing money. Right. This is my dad's yeah, money. Yeah, these are just round metallic objects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These, these were just... This was go juice for this machine. Discs. And, yeah. dude, I wasted a lot of my parents' money on not getting past the first level and a lot of shitty games mm. in that duplex. Nice. But it was impressionable enough to where, I mean, I still loved it. I didn't know any better. So this, this actually, this triggered a memory for me. Well, oh. a series of memories. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you might even know the place. Do you remember... Um, did you ever go, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm speaking locally a little bit, your language, Smith County. Yeah. Marion. Of course. Um, do you remember the restaurant there called Obie's? Yeah. Okay. So, for years, um, a year or two, um, after church, mm. my family would go there and eat. Yeah. And they had two arcade machines in, as you would go in to the Obie's. And one was Double Dragon 2, mm. and the other was Streets of Rage. Smart. And... Uh, you know, I would get maybe a dollar yeah. to go play these things. But man, it was, you know, it was so fun. You know, you just hop in there and grab the whips and the sticks and just hit the guys and the trash cans. And, you know, you know the games. Yeah, of course. And, uh, but yeah, that's probably the most consistent arcade experience right. that I had. I would have done yeah. anything to be of the age where I could have been good at those games yeah. and then go through the whole, like, putting the quarters up on the on the top to claim the next yeah. round and, and all that. That whole unspoken... Yeah. yeah. And the competition of knowing the people that were good when they came in and <sighs> having the competitions and, and all that stuff. Yeah. That's, a, that's an era that I really wish I had been a part of, but I was just too damn young. And by the time I was in high school... In uh, you know of the age where hanging out and loitering is is a fun thing to do. Yeah. At, at the arcade and there's all that was really it was it had gone downhill. Yeah. Probably most of them weren't there and the theater I think closed you know before I even graduated, so all of that went away at yeah. an age when I would have really appreciated it. But it was also would I have because it's an age of consoles when right 
Yeah. You have all that stuff at home. Like I can play this at home. Exactly. And um, maybe people didn't appreciate what arcades did for us, not just gaming wise, but like socially. Socially it was yeah. Yeah, remarkable. Remarkable experience. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. I, I wish I had more, but I, you know, I missed it. That's okay. What about um, home consoles though? What was, what's your earliest? Uh, earliest one that I know that I owned mm. um, was a gift to me from my grandparents. And I believe it was, I'm not 100% sure the name of this console, but it was an Atari console. But I, I remember being called Atari XE or maybe something XE. Maybe okay. there's another initial in there. ST? Um, STXE? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I've confused myself. A but. little bit. Uh, but it was a, it was an interesting machine. It was after the the seventy two XEGS XEGS. Okay, that's that's the one that uh, I guess GS just stands for game system. It does. Okay, so uh, yeah, gift from the grandparents. I have no idea where they saw this thing. Probably QVC or Sears and Roebuck catalog, some random thing. Because obviously the thing was not a hit. Um, it right. was a very kind of off the. You still path. have it? <laughs> no. I have no idea where that thing is. Uh, How much is it valued at? I don't know, but only 100,000 sold. Holy crap. There's not a ton, yeah. Holy Uh, crap, that makes me feel like I'm a part of history. You kind of are, actually, yeah. I could, uh, well, it doesn't go for a ton. A loose price for one is about 125 bucks. That's weird. But anyway. I think. Keep going. I had one of those. Um, And it had a, it came with a keyboard. Right. Um, I don't think it came with a mouse, but it had this this ring binder full of um, commands that you could type in and like these long command strings that you could type in. Right. They would do these really stupid things, but you would work for hours to type in this stuff just to get it to make a tone or three tones or a harmonizing tone or something. But it was super cool because, you know, you'd, you'd never done this before. Right. Yeah. Uh, it also came with a light gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a game specifically that came with it called Barnyard Blast. Yeah. And uh, that was a neat game because it was like, uh, you know, it was like Duck Hunt, except it had a lot more variety. So you could like shoot uh, critters or you could shoot cans off of a fence. And there was like an alt- alternate mode that you shoot bugs in or something Bug like hunt. that. Bug Hunt. So, yeah, yeah it was um, maybe that was a separate game. I don't know. Um, uh, it came with a Missile Command built in. Yeah. Flight Simulator 2 bundled with the keyboard component. That was awful. And Bug Hunt, which is compatible with the light gun. Okay. Yeah, so Bug Hunt, I, yeah, I had all those. Obviously, the, the ones that were built in I had. But um, that's the, the first console that I owned, and it was, um, yeah, the Flight Simulator was super awful. But it was neat, you know. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, it was like, it may ran at maybe three frames a second. There you go. Yeah, it was awful. But it was 3D-ish. Nice, man. And this was, this was in what, like late 80s? Oh, man, I couldn't tell you what year. It released in 1987. And I'm going to guess it was probably sometime in 80s, 88 or 89. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. That is a... Uh, that's interesting. I, I'd never known anybody to ever own an XE. Hmm. Uh, it's actually... I mean, it's obscure enough that I don't know a ton about it. So, it was, that uh, says, says something. Yeah. It's, it's weird. You know, have to have to hit this up on Twitter and see if anybody can give you some more deets on it. Some deets. Yeah. That's what about I'm... you? What about the first home console for yourself? Yeah. Um. I. I. My parents got me, and maybe also my sister, but my sister didn't really care. But I remember being I was five. I remember it was Christmas, and they put this box in front of me to open, mm-hmm. and I opened it, and I didn't know what it was. Like they expected me to be more excited. Okay. I was like, so you let them down, is what you're saying. 
Well, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I was like, what is this thing? And my dad, you know, I, I'm assuming he could tell. And he was like, well, let's hook it up and get it going. Like, it's no, it's no fun in the box. Let's, right. you know. And I remember um, it was it was a Nintendo with okay. Super Mario Bros. And was it a, a regular? Just, just regular Nintendo. Just regular, regular Nintendo. Old, <laughs> regular, regular old Nintendo. This was in Just old plain gray. Just old plain gray, regular 8-bit glory. Mm. And I remember I actually have some vivid memories of that, of the first experience. Um, I remember my dad hooking it up to the TV and me seeing it. And I was like, Oh, this is kind of neat. Okay. And then I remember, I guess we didn't have the controllers plugged in, right? Or something. Okay. Which doesn't seem, yeah, that seems like the hard thing hard, to do. Yeah. Right. But something was going on to where, um, we couldn't get Mario to move, but you know, like if you let Mario stand there for a long period of time, like the demo screen takes over, he just takes off jumping. Sure. To the level. Yeah. Well, when that would happen, we were like, oh, shit, we're playing now. And then, <laughs> and then suddenly it would stop and go back over. And I remember my dad being like, I don't know why it keeps doing this. And I was like, me neither. This sucks. And then evidently, shortly after, we figured out like something wasn't plugged in all the way. Or maybe we had it in, like, in the player two slot on accident or something. Okay. I don't know. We didn't know. We yeah, didn't, yeah. You know, this is my dad's first gaming, gaming experience, too. But I was really bad at, at the game, as you can imagine. Mm. And um, I remember after that... Um, it really wasn't my console for a few years. Well, maybe not even a few years. Maybe um, until maybe we got more games that I liked or was okay. good at. But I remember every Saturday morning waking up and going in there and my dad sitting crisscross applesauce in front of the TV playing Nintendo. And he beat Super Mario Brothers a lot. Like, nice. You know, every Saturday he, he would, would just run through it. And, you know, without warps. You know, my 48 year old dad who had never played a video game system before. Meanwhile, I just beat the game this week for the first time. <laughs> That's fantastic. For the first fucking time, I beat it, finally. And part of the motivation was, if my 48-year-old, who never played a video game before... There you go. Old school, mountain man... I mean, he's not a redneck by any means, um, but dad... Right. ...could beat this game on a whim every Saturday morning with a cup of coffee while reading the newspaper in one and in the other hand. I should be able to do this. Yeah, you're you're an established yeah, video game player. I am. I have pretty much defined myself my whole life as I like old games and I'm good at them, damn it. And um, evidently it wasn't the case until recently. I earned my street cred by beating Super Mario Brothers for the first time. And I think there's some good reasons why I haven't. Number one, I didn't play the game... A lot after we got other games. Sure. Because, I mean, everybody has this game. Yes. And it's not easy. I mean, it, it's 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 tougher for, you know, casual people, I think, casual players to play. And I also think people play it so much, especially that first level, that people try to go through it too fast. Mm. So what I did was, and I just kind of approached it with, I'm just going to beat this game. Like, it wasn't, I didn't even, I didn't try for days. I walked downstairs and was like, it's time. And I just went slow, made sure I got enough coins in case I died to get extra lives, made it to the end in two tries. Nice. And just won. I was like, such a great feeling. It's behind me now. Now, now, now switching gears just for a second, we, mm-hmm. can, we can come back on track. In terms of boss battles, mm-hmm. do you feel that that is one of the weaker boss battles? The, I, the Bowser at the end? Literally, you just have to hit a switch and he's dead. Well, I mean, you have to dodge the you have to dodge the fireballs, things. which but in comparison tough. to something like Metroid, yeah, I think so. But I mean, I think 
the boss battle in that game is just levels eight one through eight four because well, I mean that's true. It's a it, th- those aren't easy, and that's getting true. to Bowser in itself is is mm-hmm. not not. Fair enough. Simple. I just want to get your take on it since now we can discuss it. I agree that it's not yeah. um, not as epic. I mean, it is the same boss recycled over and over right. again for eight levels, but he's a little tougher on eight. And I actually got pretty lucky. I like I just ran. Like, I died once yeah. there, and I just if you watch those speedrun videos, that's what they they just run. Yeah, yeah and you, I you don't. Stop. The second time I was just like f it, and I just yeah. ran and jumped on a whim and, and made it through. But smart. Um, cool. But yeah, it's behind me now. So yeah, that, take that, that, Dad. That's, that's a big deal. Take that. That's a huh. big deal. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Well, see, uh, the next step, I guess uh-huh. the next generation, the evolution would, would be getting an NES. Yeah. And uh, I don't remember where I lived when I got it, but I remember getting it. Mm. My parents went to uh, Toys R Us, I believe in Roanoke. Um, bought it. We got it for Christmas. It was awesome. Um, that memory isn't super burned into my brain hmm. that's that one's a little fuzzy um i bet your dad hooked it up right and everything yeah probably okay. had the controllers working oh yeah nice i have no idea now my dad's <laughs> real tech savvy so so probably um but the 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 i didn't have many games for the nes but i had a few standout titles hmm. at least in my mind um right. you know I had super mario brothers and duck hunt of course um then i had super mario brothers 3 which was the biggest of the deals um, for, for, for us. Cause we never got to, uh, I think it was, uh, 1993 Christmas. I was living in, uh, Ad Wolf mm-hmm. and we had, my sister and I both got one present that Christmas. Neither one of us got anything else, but we shared this one and it was Super Mario Brothers 3. Oh, nice. And it was, you know, perfect. It's perfect. That's another one I haven't and, actually uh, stuck through to the end. You should, cause it's a great game. Much, it's, a, it's the superior Mario game in yeah, my opinion. I've played a good chunk of it, just yeah. never finished it. So. Um, and then uh, another one that we had was uh, Bad Dudes. Mm. Love me some Bad Dudes. You know, Rusty just Ooh, Rusty approved. talked about it. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was good. Um, so, yeah, that and then I played a lot, never owned, but played a lot of Legend of Zelda, the original, at a friend's house, and so that good. and Excite Bike. Those were the, the big games that I played on NES. Um, many, many Sunday nights or Wednesday nights, I'd be at a friend's house and, you know, just build levels in Excite Bike and see who can build the most insane level and make it through nice it was good times nice you said legend of zelda and that's probably the fondest memory for me of playing a video game mm-hmm. and was that kind of like your your moment would you say yeah i mean it's one that um when the lights came on it maybe made me good at games because i stuck with it okay i feel like mario had a tendency sometimes your lives were so short-lived in the game and a lot of the deaths were i felt cheap sometimes that I would lose interest quick. Sure. But with Zelda, I mean, you could save your progress. And you could save your progress, and you could take more than one hit. You could take more than one hit, and so it And became... I feel like the, the Zelda, you know, there's combat strategy. Hmm. With with Mario games, it's, or at least those early Mario games, it's just basically muscle memory. Essentially, you know, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, you know, don't hit this, don't hit that, jump over that, run here, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. With Zelda, you know, you have to plan an attack and move around. A little and, bit. Very heavily uh, in exploration experience. Nice. Very big open world. For the time especially. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of mind-blowing now if you look back and see how big it actually was for yeah. the time that it came out in. And the level of detail and the level and the secrets and the design. Like, they nobody had made anything like that. And to this day, I don't think anyone's matched. I mm-hmm. think everyone still tries to. Yeah. To this yeah. day, people still try it's to. A, it's a pattern that people build a lot of games off of, but... Yeah, you know, rarely capture that you know lightning in a bottle that they did. And I remember having the gold cart, which I actually don't have now; I only have the gray version. But um, I don't even remember how I ended up with the game. I want to say my cousin let 
us borrow it. And I say us because my dad also played. My dad also played a little bit of Legend of Zelda as well. I don't nice. think he ever finished it, but he did enjoy playing it. And we had the map with it as you know too. And we I remember we had the map kind of posted over on the side to kind of re, you know refer yeah, to yeah. while we played. And that, that might have been the only game in the Nintendo for like two years. And um, I, it took me a long time to beat it because you know there's we didn't get Nintendo powers and we didn't have the internet, so right. a lot of it was just explore every single screen burn every bush, try to find, you know, this level or the next Push level. every rock, whatever. Yeah. yeah, and I know the game like the back of my hand now. I could probably beat it in maybe 30 or 40 minutes. Um, maybe not Maybe not quite that quick, but I could beat it within an hour if, if someone really wanted me to. And, man, I just remember having so much fun with that game. And I actually remember the day I beat it, uh, my brother came over and he had beaten it, mm. you, know, and, you know, on his own accord some other time. And uh, I think he he bought it when it came out, like in you know eighties. And then we're talking. This is like nineteen ninety four, maybe when I'm playing it again. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Oh, you haven't beaten that yet," you know, trying to you know talk smack. Right. And I was like, "No, it's hard. It's 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 super hard." He's like, "And you can beat it. You just see. make sure you get the silver arrow." And that's all he told me. And like a month later, like I was like making a point to beat it because I was like, my brother was talking shit. Yeah, yeah, can't and, have that. And you know, made it through, beat Ganon with the silver arrow or whatever. I remember calling him and being like, hey, bro, like on the old hat, like wire phone. Right. Like, hey, man, what's, are you home? What's going on? Yeah, I just, I just beat it. And he was like, oh, that's awesome. Oh. It was just really cool being nine and my 18-year-old, 18-year superior brother um, telling me how awesome that was. It made me feel pretty good. Yeah. So, that's awesome. That was also a good reinforcement moment in my young gaming history. Sure. Beating Legend of Zelda and bragging about it to my brother. That's pretty awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Good times. Pretty sweet. Um, I had a SNES mm-hmm. for a bit. Never did. Didn't didn't play much of it. Um, and then when I got the N64, I think, honestly, that that's when my lights came on. Yeah? That I was like, mm, yeah, this is something I'm going to do for the rest of my life. <laughs> like up until then I was we'll like play a lot of this these. is this is cool but like when the N64 hit I was like yeah I was 13 when that came out so it was like that perfect you know um, kind of golden era for me yeah and uh, I remember getting I remember the first time I saw an N64 game in motion it was the Walmart in Lexington Virginia it was like you know mid-1996 and I go up to the kiosk and it's like Mario's moving in like a 3D world a 3D world I was yeah. like I have to have to this day, that game is, is amazing. I have to have this. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you know, I didn't have many games for N64 either, but I had the big ones. You know, I had Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, Star Fox. Mm. You know, I had I had the games that you want for that system. Nice. Um, yeah, Mario Tennis, which I still love to this day. It's a fantastic game. I still don't own that. Oh, it's a great game. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So Josh had an N64, and I didn't. I had the PlayStation. I got that a little bit later. And we would often switch. But before that, I had the the NES for way too long. Like okay. I had the NES until probably N64 came out, at oh. which point I got a Genesis. But I rented games for the NES like crazy for those few years when I miss rent going on. to the video store and renting a game. I know it was I amazing. missed that so much. And I had written about this uh, a little bit in the uh, another Reddit post I did about beating Paperboy, mm. which was also met with good fanfare. Uh, thanks to everyone that read it. Uh, I was mistaken. I actually don't think I owned the game. I think I rented it a lot. Okay. And um, it's a game that I just beat recently. And uh, I remember being really young and renting it for the first time and thinking it was so cool. 
because I was a teenager on a bike delivering papers. Right. And it just seemed like the coolest thing. You could hit people. You could break windows. You could yeah. do all this other stuff. I didn't even know the game was beatable until the other day. Well, I I knew the game was beatable sometime later because I've heard people say, like, you know, I've totally beaten Paperboy. And I'm like, how do you do it? Like, does it end? Like, yeah, you just deliver papers for a week as long as you have one subscriber left and you make it all the way through without losing all your Paperboys. You can, you can win. Easier said than done. Right. Um, but the other night, I actually I pulled it off. I was pretty proud of that. So, nice. Uh, that was another, you know, between that and Super Mario Brothers, that was two... You're kind of putting notches in your belt there. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. The younger me would be real proud. Yeah. He'd be real proud. He's like, ah, he did it. You know, <laughs> smiling at me from wherever... Took him 23 years, but he did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Took uh, 23 years, but he finally, finally knocked it out. And those are just, you know, that's what nostalgia is all about, I think, is just taking yourself yeah. back and... Yeah. And even if you, you know, even if you were shitty at whatever experience you loved back then, it's not really cheapened today as long as you still enjoy it. So I can it's see rad. Yeah. It was yeah. rad. Very cool. Uh, but then, you know, I did get the Genesis. I got and uh, back home, you know, it was like old school Craigslist was there was this piece of paper that came out called the Trade, trade times. times. Yes, sir. And you would call numbers and people would answer and, and you would say, hey, you still have those puppies? And they would say, yeah, yeah. And then you would exchange addresses and directions. Um, we can give them cash for animals. Yes. Uh, in this case, it was a Sega Genesis and it came with uh, NBA Jam. And I that was the only game I had for it for a long time. All you need, though. Uh, it was a lot of fun until it... Um, I think we the guy gave us a power adapter that didn't belong to the Sega Genesis. Mm. So within a few months, it started smoking out of the back. Oh. And so I ended up buying Josh's Sega Genesis. Okay. Which came with, I don't remember, I think just Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and his sister's Barney game. Oh, nice. Which Josh's mom said, if you buy the console, you have to take both games. And I was like, damn it. Okay, fine. And so I beat Barney too. Nice. You only have two games. What are you gonna do? Yeah, you're gonna that, play. What you're gonna play both of them. That and the NBA Jam that I yeah. procured earlier on. Um, but I held on to that for a long time until I actually got the PlayStation, probably in '98, '99. So I was about three years behind Cutting mm-hmm. Edge, and I still am to this yeah, day. Yeah, you still are. Yeah, you, you okay. you've established that cycle for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here I am excited about the PS Neo, PS4 Neo, and you're like, mm-hmm. I won't even read an article about it. Yeah. No, I'll be I'll be all over that. It'll just make me sad that I can't afford it. I'll watch the live stream. Be like, no, that's cool, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Whatever. New and shiny, whatever makes people happy is fine with me. Right on. That's cool. Right on. And if you get it, that means I'll get to see it and play it. So No, that's right. So heck yeah. Yeah, boy. What else you guys? Does that wrap up a lot of your early memories? From there on, you know, it it kind of just spirals into Stuff that everyone else is a little more familiar with. And, you know, I, I feel like I've got a, a couple of um, unique things. You know, I had a Game Gear, uh, yeah, which, which not many people did. Um, no. I, there's always that kid on the bus that did, and I made sure to sit right beside yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, what a battery killer that thing was. Yes. It would go and through some batteries. Carpal tunnel creator. Not a great system. Um, but neat, you know, it I mean, was it was, for sure. yeah, I mean, backlit, full color. Great games, I think, compared to a lot of the handheld colored systems at the time. Yeah. Like Atari Lynx they, and all that stuff. Like, the Game Gear had Sonic. They felt like, you know, console games when you yeah, played for them. for sure. Um, I only had a few games. I think I had three games for it. I had the Sonic game, I had a Looney Tunes game, and I had uh, Gems of War. Not Gems of War. <sighs> That's a new game. But it was like some kind of... You know, puzzle game that had a story with it. Sure. Um, and, and it was super fun. You know, um, I remember actually one moment of unboxing a console as a gift that I wanted. 
It's like the NES. I didn't even know what it was. Mm. I was like, is this a train set? Yeah. Oh, wait, no. It's What is this? It's a gray like box. A Why do I have a gray box? Does it play soap operas? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. And everything else that I got was secondhand. But the uh, the Game Boy, and it's actually funny, and I actually mentioned this in my uh, best man speech to Josh's wedding, yeah, yeah. was that when it, the, the reason that I introduced myself to uh, future both of us were best men at each other's wedding was uh, in third grade. Uh, he came to school and he had his Game Boy and uh, he had Darkwing Duck and I was like I would like to much very much play this <laughs> so I buddied up with him I was like hey man what's going on my name's Travis you guys and, like some Darkwing here <laughs> yeah it's like uh, I uh, I also too attend this elementary school and uh, I like what you've been doing with the math um, I think you're really smart and athletics also, you have a future in athletics yeah, you, you look like you have a future in athletics and also the thing you got there in your in your uh, bag there what is that what do, you, what do you call that thing and I got to play and I was hooked immediately like uh, I think the game was so shitty, but uh, I was it like, didn't matter. Look at this yeah, thing. You, you had no concept of, uh, you know, yeah. and review scores when you were, you know, at that age. In between, like, wanting to watch Power Rangers and whatever else I was into in the third grade, I begged and begged and begged my parents to get me a Game Boy, and they actually bought me one off the shelf. And I remember unboxing it that Christmas and just being uh, full of amazement. Just euphoria. And they actually got me a couple games with it, too. It was, it was awesome. so much fun. It was awesome. Awesome. Played the dog off of the the Game Boy original Game Boy, so that beautiful. Was, that was a that was an awesome uh, unboxing memory where I wasn't completely confused about what they had just got. There you go. There you go. Awesome. Well, those are fun. Yeah. So if you have listeners, if you have uh, great stories, if you have a blog post or a podcast that talks about that, or if you can fit it into a string of tweets, let us know. We like to hear because these, these things are fun. Yeah. You know the the in the the endearest to one another. And, uh, you know, it's always fun to hear someone else's, you know, gateway drug into the, the world of video games. Yeah. And as a nostalgic junkie, I really do enjoy listening to other people's stories. Um, yeah. I, I feel like it's it's good for all of us to, I mean, like even you mentioning something about arcade just really, you know, yeah. hit me with a memory I didn't even remember I had about being there. So same as, you know, so, yeah, uh, share with us, please. It's awesome. All right. So, anything else? I think that does it. Let's so wrap it. This uh, this next episode coming up will be about a year year since we started this game. Yeah, uh, it'd be the year year anniversary of Polykill. So, thanks to anyone who's possibly listened to every single one of the episodes, right? Or anyone who has supported us from the beginning, we totally appreciate it, and we're looking forward to another good year. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for listening. As always, you can check us out on Facebook, like our page. Give us a rating on iTunes. Visit polykill.com for blogs, funny videos, and anything having to do with the podcast, collect calls, etc. All the pictures from people that have been a part of the Collect Call podcast. Uh, what else? I think that's it. You know, follow us on the Twitter. Twitter and Instagram, especially Twitter. Uh, yeah. Follow us together at Polykill. Yeah. And separate at uh, Trap Plays Games and the McAxel. And YouTube. Yeah, the YouTube. Check us out on YouTube. Please check us out on YouTube. Yes, sir. All right. We'll catch you uh, next episode. Next episode. Peace out. Peace.